Alex Slapicolo is an, a certified occupational therapist, nutritionist, and a personal trainer, but most known as King of Swings. I've been following Alex for a couple of years and trying to implement some of the activities. So hello, Alex. Hello, how are you doing? Great. So Alex, what brought you to the world of uh, swings and uh, sensory? Uh, I, I started off uh, in occupational therapy 12 years ago. And when I, I saw that, um, you know, swings could be modified for even more powerful therapeutic use. Um, and I always had a love and passion for uh, fitness and movement. So by combining creative movement with uh, suspended activities in space, uh, it was right up my alley. So why swings good for uh, children on the spectrum? Um, it helps you understand um, your body sensations, um, where your body in space is. Uh, working against gravity is really important to um, feeling secure and safe on this earth. Uh, also, just the problem solving with the whole body. It helps integrate the left and right brain. Uh, and also, it's just a fun and motivating way to get an endorphin release. Uh, so how does swinging actually impact the brain? So uh, it impacts the vestibular system. And the vestibular system is in the inner ear. And by balancing the fluid and crystals in the inner ear, it helps with uh, overall balance posture, arousal, and the uh, getting into that optimal alert state where you can function the best. So with a combination of vestibular and then also resistive work, such as proprioceptive heavy work, um, combining those two things, it helps with self-regulation and um, overall uh, daily life skills, such as um, getting dressed in the morning, brushing your teeth, um, feeding yourself, you have to have these types of, um, sensory systems organized in order to carry out, um, these complex daily activities that we have to do. And you, you mentioned a brain imbalance. So would the activities that you'd be doing for a child who's got a right brain deficit would be different from a child with a left brain deficit? Uh, not necessarily. It's all about how the sensory systems impact the nervous system. Um, so I don't necessarily look at left or right brain. Um, I'm looking at what's affecting their daily function, um, through the sensory systems. So a lot of times the parents will come in saying the child has frequent meltdowns that are super intense. And that is a, a, a sign of, uh, tacta tactile defensiveness or tactile sensitivity. Um, and that emotional dysregulation is from that being on that fight or flight um, majority of the day. So I'm looking more at the sensory systems of how they impact academics, um, activity, activities of daily living and behavior. And how would you define like a sensory integration activities? I mean, um, it, they're, they're powerful uh, movement-based activities. Now they could also be sedentary. 
They can also be suspended or non-suspended. Um, the, the key factors is, is that they get proprioceptive, vestibular, and tactile input, um, other known as a sensory diet activity. So by combining those three powerful senses in an activity, uh, that's where you get the most bang for your buck. And would you recommend swinging before bedtime? Absolutely. Um, you know, I like to give it a little bit of leeway time, you know, uh, within uh, an hour of bedtime. Um, and I like to go with uh, soothing rhythmic act, uh, swinging. So uh, back and forth type of swinging uh, versus spinning uh, or going in large circles. Um, and I like to combine it with Lycra, which is a four-way stretch spandex. And by getting that child into the fetal position with deep pressure sensations and rhythmic movement, um, it's very soothing uh, to the nervous system and can help a child calm down before bed. Now, many of the new buildings are built from plaster wall. So can we actually fit in a swing in the house? Um, you know, there's doorway swing systems, um, that clamp onto the doorway or drill into the doorway. Um, those, those work. Okay. Um, also, uh, it depends on the way that, um, the houses are built. Um, and knowing the skeleton of the house is really important of, to see if the beams are weight bearing or not. And, uh, you know, I do therapy clinic designs all the way to home designs, and it's always about the, the skeleton and how secure it is. Uh-huh. So uh, could you explain a bit about some of the equipment that's behind you and what you would you use it sure. for? Sure, absolutely. So um, I was just playing with my kids on this belt swing right here. It's a one-pointed belt swing. It has that little trapeze spreader bar at the top that's wooden it's a dowel rod and um so they were sitting on their bottom and they're kicking the big red ball back and forth to each other now this is not your typical home sensory gym this is my sensory motor lab um so this is where i do all my testing and uh figuring out what works for um uh the best uh activities so uh, I also use Lycra, which is that stretchy material hanging from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. um, you can, uh, it, it gives you the deep pressure sensation. You can climb in it, crawl in it, somersault in it, or just lay back and relax. Uh, you can also swing in it too. Uh, we got some crawling blocks over that way. And then um, I like to do things where um, I have a whiteboard on the wall for drawing. Um, to work on fine motor skills. I also have other various swings hanging up on the walls, trapeze bars you can hang from and swing and crash. Uh, also balance uh, pads and uh, a swing structure over there that you can slide down, a zip line you can crash from and a ball pit behind that with my swing cabinets. Wow. And uh, when parents design a sensory room and on a tight budget, what would your recommend, recommendations be? Um, so I usually recommend it, them being in uh, 
where the kids hang out the most, most likely the living room or family room. Um, so having uh, two to three points of suspension in the living room where uh, the kid can go back and forth or they can spin, um, the more room, the better. So having it in it towards the center of the room is best. And um, since parents usually hang out in the kitchen uh, or dining area, the kids like to you know, till their teenagers like to hang out in the family room closest to the parents. If it's in the basement, kids don't usually like going down there. If it's in the garage, too, uh, too much fluctuation in, uh, fluctuation in uh, weather and uh, the time of day. So the best place is usually the living room and two points of suspension, uh, trapeze bar where they can hang or do or gymnastic rings. I also like um, like a, a two-point belt swing, like a playground swing, and um, Lycra, if you can get it. Uh, and then the last thing, maybe a camping hammock that you can hang from one or two points from the ceiling. You can lay on your back, on your stomach, sit upright, uh, various types of activities you can do with a camping hammock. And, and you recommended a, a website to purchase? Um, so on sensorydigest.com, you can click on the shop. Um, if you can't purchase it from there, um, Amazon or Google or just your local vendors, um, you know, a lot of times you'll go into, um, you know, a camping store and they have camping hammocks or you go into a fabric store and they have Lycra. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of options. Uh-huh. And uh, tips when creating an obstacle course while we want to use all our senses, kind of? Sure. Um, you know, um, going barefoot is probably number one. So you can get all the tactile sensation um, all the way from the palms of your hands down to the soles of your feet. Uh, also, um, having like a beanbag chair to jump into or a whole bunch of uh, pillows and you put inside of a duvet cover, it could be mm -hmm. a crash pad to jump into. I also like something you can hang from like gymnastic rings or trapeze bar. And then um, also um, I like to use uh, various uh, pieces of fabric or tactile material during the obstacle course, such as compression tunnels. Um, so the child gets a depressure sensation crawling through there. Uh, if they have scooter boards, that's awesome. You can use scooter boards on the, any type of flooring uh, besides carpet, and you can the child can lay on their stomach and pull themselves uh, down the hallway. Oh, thank you. And Alex, uh, how can uh, parents contact you? Uh, sensorydigest.com or Sensory Digest on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, also, um, if you're on LinkedIn, uh, Alexander Low Piccolo. Alex, thank you very much for your time thank and you. learned a lot. All right. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you.